Wes and Andy back for uh, this week's installment of Tuesday Night Random Fandom. The 30th episode. 30 already? 30 already. I thought we just started this like yesterday. I know. Five short weeks ago was the 25th. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. It's just flying by. It is Random Fandom uh, for the week of uh, August 29th, 2023. Lots going on in the world of uh, pop culture. Lots of downers this yeah, week, unfortunately. Fan Expo was this past weekend. Uh, which, in my books, was a downer because I didn't go. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm seeing lots of uh, great photos and whatnot online, cosplays and people that were there. Arguably one of the best guest lists for Fan Expo in recent years, uh, despite a lot of cancellations. the cancellations. Yeah, which there always is. You expect those. Yeah. Yet still, I thought it was, uh, from what I've seen, and I, I've seen some pictures from some friends of mine that have gone, and it looked like it looked like it was a full house. Yeah, and from that was actually one of the complaints I've been hearing is like there was too many people there. The crowd density is yeah, always no uh, nuts at that one. Always, always. Hey, man, fourth largest city in North America. What do you expect? Yep, and they come from all over. They do. They absolutely do. All migrate there for it. Uh, yeah. What do you think, man? Should we uh, start this one off the way we normally do with I a little bit of uh, off that way? Yeah, the way we normally do. We have a little bit of random fandom trivia. I always like the random fandom trivia because I never know what you're going to come up with. Well, I'm trying to keep it random, but I am sticking with the date this week. Oh, so okay. we all know that August 29th, 1997 oh. is the day that the machines destroy Earth <gasps> in the Terminator film franchise. Da, 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 da. But which band performed their final scheduled concert on this day back in 1966? Oh, on Judgment Day. Yeah, Judgment wow. Day 66. Uh, 30, 36 years, 31 years earlier. Yep. Um, wow, so now we're, we're in the 60s. F- uh, uh, last, oh, last official concert. Last scheduled concert. And I don't know. I don't know. Anybody out there in our viewers know? I guess we could wait a few seconds. Give them a second. To, I mean, because there is the delay, right? There is that. And I'm just trying to think like bands that were like winding it down in the 60s. I mean, see, my musical tastes don't really. I mean, I do like some 60s music, but like the, the bulk of my musical preferences come from the 70s and later and a lot of them are still technically going yeah yeah absolutely like judas priest is still on tour if i'm not mistaken my yeah, they are um my favorite band by the way rush although uh, it, you think of them as a 70s band did form in the late 60s hmm. yeah had a lineup change but um fair enough yeah speaking of uh, judas priest i just saw a thing i think it was the today might be the anniversary of uh, uh the lawsuit Oh, uh, the, the one that Rob Halford uh, testified at 
uh, over the, the, the teenage suicide. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were obviously not found guilty. Yeah. I'd hope By the not. way, that was a cover song, too. Wasn't even a song they wrote. Oops. <laughs> All right. So, uh, 19, what was the date? Today. Today. Yeah, it was August, August 29th, 1966. Uh, which band performed their final scheduled concert? Now, there's a, I think there's a hint there when you say it that way. I, th- I think so, because there there was another concert after that. <laughs> but it wasn't okay, uh, okay. it wasn't scheduled it wasn't promoted it just kind of happened well okay well now i think i have a pretty good idea where you're going with that i'm not going to say anything though <laughs> all right all for in all for in i guess all right the answer is the beatles i'm with the band yep they <laughs> staged their third and final concert tour of north america in august of 1966 and it consisted of 18 performances and 16 shows uh in the united united states and two in canada yeah that's right i think toronto was one of them yeah yeah uh, apparently the tour is plagued with backlash regarding controversy of john lennon's remark about the beatles being more popular than jesus oh that's right so we got some death threats and uh the band was not satisfied with the noise levels at their concerts meaning the, the people, crowd wasn't they uh, were too loud you couldn't hear the beatles over the, the crowd. crowd was too loud ever been to a concert where you thought too loud no but I've been to one where I thought my eardrum blew and that was scary. Yeah. I've been to a few that I thought maybe were just the levels were a little bit, yeah, could be a little tweaking. Yeah. Of course, the older I get, the, you know, turns still out like my loud the, music. Uh, the speakers on the right hand of the stage had blown. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, was it one of those cases of maybe you shouldn't have been four inches away from it? No, we were far enough back. Were you one of those kids in high school at the dance that stood right in front of the speaker and that was your spot for the whole night? No. No, I didn't. I rarely went to those. Oh, you didn't? No. No. Oh, okay. I was one of the weirdos that didn't go. I went to a few of them, and there was always a couple of kids. That's you'd find them, you know, right in front of the speaker, like four inches away. Nice. Like if they could get there, they're like the guy from the Max L tape commercial with the hair. Yeah. Flapping in the wind. <laughs> yep. Wow, the Beatles. Okay, cool. Yeah. I do like the Beatles. Yeah, it took place August 29th, 1966, as we said, but it took place at uh, Candlestick Park in San Francisco, California. Really? Yep. And like we said, there was one more. There was an impromptu concert on January 30th, 1969, where they performed on the rooftop of their Apple Corps headquarters at Three Seville Row in central London. Oh, right. That was uh, that was covered in the, the documentary and uh, yeah. Yeah. Let, it, Film. let It Be. Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, that concert ended with get back and John Lennon joking. I'd like to say thank you on behalf of the group and ourselves. And I hope we pass the audition, <laughs> which got spoofed in the Simpsons in the B sharps episode back in season five. I think it's fairly safe to say that. Uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they passed with flying colors. I would think so. I forgot to switch up the slide. Oh, there that's okay. Go. Well, there we go. There's the reveal. The yep. Beatles. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. They finally left the building. <laughs> <laughs> wait that's Elvis. i know but a few other folks have left the building this week uh unfortunately um, well there's only one beetle left so be careful how you say that well uh, oh sorry that's not true there's two beetles left is there yeah john and uh, sorry not john paul uh paul, paul and uh, paul and ringo are still around fair enough george and john well george is uh the most recently passed. Yeah. yeah but speaking of past i uh, feel like we don't get a week off where we, well, we had one off last week we did we did we had one off last week oh so then we are we're catching up on us more than me yeah the 
the uh, universe is more than making up for it this week. Yeah. Uh, WWE star and third generation wrestler Bray Wyatt unexpectedly passed at uh, age 36. So I'm I'm so detached from wrestling that I'm not familiar with who this this uh, person is. Uh, he's he's fairly recent, but like yeah. he's been in it as in uh, the WWE since 2012. Uh, but his real name is Wyndham Rotunda. He is a third generation. Like I said, his father, uh, Mike Rotunda, was IRS. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Any so Wyndham, I mean that's a first name. I think of like I think that like is Bar- like tribute Barry to Wyndham. Barry. Barry Wyndham, yeah. yeah. Because like the wrestling families are all sure, close, sure, right? sure. Um I read a thing. So I mean I don't know I don't know him, but I mean this did make the news. And I did read a thing that said that he was medically off. Yes. For something that apparently was very serious, but then the latest uh update was he was well on his way yeah, to recovery. He was doing well and yeah. supposed to be on his way back but apparently uh on the way to being cleared to to work again yeah uh he worked with wwe from 2009 to 2021 when he was released uh he returned to the company a year later um again updating his character and whatnot uh but uh following his match in 2023 uh he began a feud with bobby lashley prior to wrestlemania 39 but was removed from television at that time due to this undisclosed illness. Right. And that, so this illness, that's still not public, is it? Uh, no, but there are inklings what? that it was COVID related. Really? So it could have been doing damage to his lungs and, and sure, and sure. It could have been a, something to his cardiovascular system. Yeah. But until wow. this, it said, you know, the worst had passed. And as recently as August 10th, uh, wrestling media outlets were reporting that he was recovering and moving back to being medically cleared. That's too bad. Yeah. But according to That's officials, the cause of death was heart attack. Really? So, okay. 36 year okay. old man dying of a heart attack. It's not unheard of. No, and, and it's, it's, it's in not, the sports world. It's yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it's not unheard of in professional sports. And I know we talk about wrestling not being sports, but, but sports it's still physically. Sure. The, the, level of, of physicality that's there is, easily on par with all tons of professional uh sports yeah oh look at that i so, just had a flicker again yeah ah. but uh, wwe oh we're sticking with the wrestling are we yeah we are oh um another one from wwe this time he kind of lived his life a lot hard living but uh, that, that's a nice way of saying that isn't it this dude is a hardcore legend <laughs> yeah and yeah. he always will be that's right uh, hall of famer terry funk Oh, Terry passed away. Oh, that's the uh, other one here. Uh, Lots of outpouring for Bray Wyatt via tweets and everything from not just WWE, but like the other companies, other people, people that knew him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you, the wrestling business as uh, uh, mystical and mystifying as it might be. I mean, it's pretty tight knit. Yeah. You know, especially at the, at the professional level. Yeah. Uh, Terry Funk has also passed, like we said, there at the age of 79. Um, he went, he wrestled for a good long time, too. Do we know when was his last uh, last appearance? Let's see here. Do we know? Uh, he was in the industry for nearly 50 years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, on top of that, he has also got roles in Hollywood. Oh, I get, yeah. I remember true. him from Roadhouse, Over the Top, Paradise Alley. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
in Roadhouse, was he not one of, he was uh, one, of the bad guys. one of Wesley's uh, uh, yeah, henchmen? Goons yeah, who got yeah, beat yeah. by uh, Patrick Swayze, but by Dalton. Yep, Wesley, Wesley. <laughs> not that Roadhouse. Guy, yes. Well, that's 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 Dalton. It that's is Dalton yeah. calling out his calling out his bad guy. Wesley. That's right. I never heard anybody scream so unnaturally before or something that movie. But yeah, Terry Funk was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame alongside his brother back in 2009 by Dusty Rhodes, who has oh, also left another. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he will be remembered as a hardcore legend. And well, absolutely. And of course, our uh, our thoughts go out to uh, all the friends and family affected by the loss of uh, these two uh, giants Wrestling of the ring. Superstars. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another superstar of a different kind here. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, Bob Barker, longtime host of the price is right has passed at the age of 99. You think, you think they're going to live forever. You, and then you you're, you're reminded that no, it's, uh, you know, it's, a uh, we are on this rock for a finite for a amount, of amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. I learned a lot about Bob Barker, uh, Bob Barker. Bob Barker. <laughs> Let me try that again. I learned a lot about Bob Barker yesterday. I read an article. Uh, did you know that he uh, served in the United States Navy? I did not know that. Yeah, he joined uh, as a naval aviator uh, right around the end of the Second World War. Finished Jeez. all of his. Yeah, he was a pilot. Um, by the time he was ready to go, the war was over. Oh, so he, he dodged a proverbial and a literal bullet, I suppose. Hmm. But cool. I, I always think that's cool when uh, when we when you learn that celebrities have military service. I always think that's cool stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, he was hired on to host the prices right back in 1972. And, uh, why did I think he was a part of the show before that? Well, he was on uh, a different show before that. It was, uh, what was the other one? I can't remember, but it was a different game show. Same, it was a game show. Same idea, oh, okay. Okay. But, but yeah. Um, always with the, uh, spay your pets and whatnot. Bob Barker reminding you have your pet spayed or neutered. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> you know. It wasn't just there. He crossed boundaries. Like he was in uh, the Simpsons. He was in Futurama. He was in movies. Uh, one particular movie where he really kicked ass. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. And we do have a clip of that. And I know it might go over a little bit, but damn it. We'll play it anyway. <laughs> I think you've had enough. No. Now you've had enough, bitch. <laughs> uh, you know, for a guy that you would you think could couldn't say, you know, poop if his mouth was yeah. full of it, to hear that come out of Bob Barker, you're just like, oh, yep. And it just makes it that much more funny. Yeah, and the best part, like that moment, will live on forever. I think of Bob Barker. The going back to the the, the spay or neuter your pet thing. Is it me? Am I like, am I totally out, out of left field? Do you remember a, a time on the show where, where periodically at the end they would bring out animals for adoption? I do recall that. So I'm not just making that up. No, I don't okay. believe so. I thought, am I just, am, is it me? Am I just imagining that? Is that something else? No, it really did happen. I don't know. It could have been the Mandela effect. But I don't know. I remember it too. But yeah, even no. Drew Carey carries forward that line at the end of the show. In oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because he was such a champion for animal rights. 
Don't forget, if you're just tuning in now, it's uh, Random Fandom Tuesday. We're just uh, covering some of the headlines that uh, caught our attention over the last week. We are an audience participation show, so we're taking your comments uh, live as well as any questions you might have. You can always hit us up uh, in the live chat, or if you're feeling really, really uh, you want to be part of the show, hit us up with the uh, WhatsApp link. Uh, It's in the description of this video. Call in. Uh, You can uh, give us a call and uh, have your say. And don't wait for me to tell you, because... Yeah, probably I won't again until the end of the show. <laughs> the line is open. Yep. Uh, this next one hits close to home for me. Well, okay. Same as Bob Barker, but fair enough. Arlene oh, Sorkin has yeah. passed away. Yeah, yeah. This one would. Uh... Yeah. Uh, maybe best known for my world as the original voice of Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, they basically made the character of Harley Quinn for her. Right, because this is not some kind of. This is a tribute to a character she played on one of the on a uh, soap Days opera. Days of Our Lives, where right. she was playing Calliope Jones, uh, and she was on there from '84 till 1990. My God, I you know I probably saw her on that. My mom was a big Days of Our Lives fan. Yeah, but uh, there there was a dream sequence on that where she was in a jester costume, and that right. served as inspiration for her friend Paul Dini, who made the visual suit yeah, for Harley, yeah, 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 and Bruce Tim when they created Harley Quinn. Um, basically the character was this Calliope Jones just shifted over. Isn't that something? Yeah. Was Calliope Jones also a, uh, a psychiatrist? I don't know for sure, but, uh, I am guessing that Harlene is definitely a nod to Arlene. Oh, for sure. It is. Yeah. yeah, of course it is. But she voiced the character for oh, like two decades. Yeah. You know, including the Batman animated series, Mask of the Phantasm, uh, the new Batman Adventures, Superman, the animated series, Gotham Girls, Batman Beyond, Static Shock, uh, Justice League, as well as the Adventures of Batman and Robin. Yeah. Batman's Vengeance and Batman Arkham Asylum. Oh, we did get her for the first Arkham. Yeah. Game, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. But not the rest of them. Yeah. So, you know, like her take on Harley Quinn has influenced everybody who's come afterwards. Well, I mean, the the voice is so yeah uniquely hers that anything else is a uh it's an impression right yeah. i mean we've heard what like tara uh, strong has really made it her own but who was it that did it was in it didn't kaylee cuoco uh get yes her, she yeah. is she's taking it for the hbo series that's right yeah yeah and they're in season four right i mean now. it's not and they're not bad no but it's just it's just a different take right it's the same way you know i, I mean it, you know you hold this in the same sort of reverence the same way that we did with kevin conroy's batman they kind of go hand in hand right they just something special they get that magic spark yeah 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 so those are our losses this week as they are well sorry for all the bad news it it never it's never a good time for this stuff and it's never easy but you know you you it is important to remember them absolutely and because like your life whether you know it or not has been affected by these people yeah 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 i've always said that and never never minimize the value of entertainment especially like you know and i don't mean to make this a thing about me but like in my previous profession in the military you know being able to to tune out for an hour with a movie or uh, some you know episodes of of a tv show that somebody's ripped to their laptop you know that really does help you escape the crap of the the day in and the day out when you're deployed on operation. So yeah. I always have a, you know, I have a special place for people who, who choose the arts 
as a career. Um, and I don't think enough people are so like, you know, thumbs up to uh, all the artists out there in the world. Yeah. yeah. Mark Hamill and Tara strong both tweeted out uh, tributes to her this week as well. Again, Mark Hamill worked right alongside her. Absolutely. Joker, right? so, Absolutely. That was uh, Mr. J. Yeah. Yeah. They will be missed. They will. But here's something returning. Oh, what? Tiny Tunes Luniversity is coming back. Tiny Tunes. So they're actually calling it Luniversity. Okay. Uh, they're anticipating it to be just a brand new twist on it. They're all in college or university, as it were. So um, are, have we, maybe I should, you should finish before I ask my questions because okay. I do have some questions. Um, yeah, it's set to premiere Saturday, September 9th on Cartoon Network. Uh, they are calling it a reboot of Tiny Toot Adventures, um, but they promise to capture the hearts of a new generation and have enough for the original fans as well. So I, I presume that this is going to be in a similar vein to the rebooted uh, Animaniacs. I would assume so. Have you watched the rebooted? I have. And what's your take? It, it's pretty close feeling wise to the original. So there's still, I don't know, it, it's still not quite as magical okay still pretty magical okay so the the acme luniversity that's a line right out of the theme song yeah at acme luniversity we are in our something tune degree tune degree that's it so because I, I at first i was like wait they're in college so if we age them up but i'm like well no no maybe it's just like you say just a straight up reboot or maybe we could call it a continuation maybe 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 um, I would be interested in seeing this. Yeah, it is going to I did like follow again though against uh, Babs and Buster Bunny as the first one did. Yeah, yeah. and uh I think the newest character here is Sweetie to go along with Hampton and Plucky. Sweetie uh, not to What's... be confused with Sweetums from the Muppets. No, no, no. <laughs> um but there are some changes. Uh Eric Bazu leads the cast taking on the roles of Buster, Daffy, and Gossmer. Uh, Ashley Hairston is taking on Babs. Uh, David Irigo Jr. is in as Hampton J. Pig and Plucky. And Tessa Netting will be in as Sweetie. Um, but some of the originals are coming back. Cool. Uh, Jeff Bergman will be reprising Bugs Bunny. Oh, that's all right. Uh, Bob Bergen will be reprising Porky Pig. Yeah. Uh, Candy Milo will be reprising Granny. And Cree Summer will be going back to Elmira. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So, Cree Summer have more animation uh, animation credits than she does face uh, face uh, credits. <laughs> Even though that's I, the first thing I remember her in was uh, um, a different world, the Cosby Show spinoff. Okay. She was one of Denise's roommates at college. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that should be fun. Yeah. So it's going to be. I guess all ten episodes will be streaming on Max. Once it's uh, out there and ready to go. So, I mean, I, I question like, are we ever going to, will it ever make the light of day here in Canada? Maybe short of physical media. I mean, as far as streamers go, we haven't gotten Animaniacs on Crave yet, which is our gateway to yeah. max content. So hard to say. I hope it does. I hope. Yeah. But only time will tell. Well, Cartoon Network is available in Canada. So is it now? It is. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it was Teletoon, but then they got rebranded as just buy it out. I don't know if it was a buyout or a rebranding or what. But oh, I'm, I'm it's Cartoon Network now or Cartoon Network Canada. Yep. But uh, 
with the upcoming Expendables 4. Uh, we got a bunch of new uh, character posters. Oh, cool. So, uh, and this time I actually did a little bit of research into our people because I know when we covered it last time, we hadn't really uh, heard of most of these folks. Right. Um, 50 Cent, Megan Fox, Andy Garcia, of course, we know who they are. Sure. Uh, but Levy Tran, Jacob Scipio, and uh, Iko Uwas. Yep. I couldn't tell you who they were. Nope. But, and I still can't. Well, here we go. Uh, Levy Tran, you may know her work as Dizzy Nuggin in the MacGyver reboot. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Or possibly as Ronick in the first purge. And I have not seen that either. All right. <laughs> uh, Jacob Scipio, you might know him from his appearances in bad boys for life. Okay. I did see that as Armando Aristez. Right. Right. Or Artes, sorry. Uh, and for the younger ones out there, you probably recognize his voice as Leo in Bob the Builder. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Tony Jaw, I actually do recognize yeah, here. Me too. Uh, from his appearance in uh, not Fast and the Furious, but I was excited to see him come. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But in his original one, Ong Bak, the Thai warrior. Ong Bak, yeah. That movie was crazy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Eco US, you may know his previous roles as Kai Jin in Wu Assassins. Mm, oh, I know. This I one you might. That. Hard Master in Snake oh, Eyes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I actually did watch the Snake Eyes movie. And then this one. Razu Quinfi in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Wow, I'm embarrassed because I don't even, <laughs> I'm thinking he's on he's in Mos Kanata's place. <laughs> in The Force Awakens. Yeah, so probably somebody in her castle. Yeah. Yeah. But in addition to this, they did drop a red band trailer on the 23rd uh from Lionsgate, and it will be in theaters September 22nd. Cool. So we've linked to that trailer in the show notes if you uh, want to go have course, a look. We're getting pretty much all of the originals back too, right? We're getting yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, 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 uh, Stallone, Jason Statham, no Terry Crews though. No Terry Crews. Too bad. I actually like Terry. Dolph Lundgren is back. Yeah, Dolph. Um, I don't think we're getting Jet Li though. I think you might be right. But you might be right. Yeah. This one's kind of a bit scary for for Drew Barrymore. Okay, I didn't catch the the clip of this. I know there's a clip out there floating there around, is. but uh I did hear about it. Yeah. Uh she was whisked off stage during a recent interview with singer and actress Renée Rapp as an alleged stalker rushed up to the stage demanding to talk with her. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. they were just sitting there talking about uh Renée's new album Snow Angel and this guy just announces himself and runs right up to the stage. Uh, we do have the clip, so uh, all right, let's take a look at it. Here we go. Sell people. Oh my God! Say yes. Hi. I'm Chad Michael Busto. You know who I am. I need to see you at some point while I'm here in New York. Okay. I have a new definition of of your sexiness. It's that level of protectiveness that went full bodyguard. You are my Kevin Costner. I'll be that. Yeah, Listen, because like literally, she just grabbed Drew and put okay. herself right between them. We're out of here. Yeah. Um, people, and I don't mean just celebrities. People should not have to put up with that kind of crap. No. But this one gets worse. Uh, after that clip, yeah. a couple days later, the same dude was busted for allegedly stalking her at her six million dollar Long Island farmhouse. Is this a mugshot that we're looking at? It is. Well, I mean, clearly somebody's, uh, you know, gave him an adjustment. Yeah, but uh, 
he was caught there and unfortunately set free Friday by a judge who was forced to release him under state bail reform laws. Uh, sorry, uh, what state are we talking about? Uh, Long, Long Island. Island. So, okay. All right. So New York, I guess. No, it's Long Island. Or is it? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but Chad Michael Busto, 43, uh, spooked her at the event and then went door to door in Southampton trying to find her place. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is so ridiculous. He has been charged with fourth degree stalking. Uh, which is a crime that's no longer bail eligible due to a 2019 legislation forbidding the practice for most misdemeanors. Okay. Yeah. But uh, he has been fitted with a GPS ankle tag to monitor his location for the time being. <sighs> and he told the judge that he was penniless living in a shelter. And that's according to the daily mail. So, that still doesn't say why he needed to I talk mean, to Drew Barrymore. As soon as he said, you know who I am, that's instant. Oh, okay. So you've been stalking her online. Yeah. Like, Hey, yeah. you know me? No, I've been on your social media. You know who I am. Yeah. But anyway, we'll Let's see how that. that develops. Hopefully like I said, he nobody, alone. Uh, nobody deserves that. Well, I mean, he'll either leave her alone or he yeah. won't. And I mean, yeah, if he doesn't, I mean, what do you do? Like, I don't know what the laws are like in the state where, well, they you know are. what the law is, Texas. <laughs> Get off my law. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right to defend, right? Exactly. That's a lot of America, though, too. Um, you don't want this stuff to happen. You don't no. want anybody to get hurt, and you certainly don't want them to be, you know, in an awkward situation like that. So, yeah. Hopefully, the law does its, uh, you know, what it's supposed to do, and and protects her. Yeah. Um. Fingers crossed. Drew yeah. was my first celebrity crush. So yeah. You can't, you can't stalk Drew. That's right. Uh, this next one apparently is the hottest new trading guy, trading card game out there. Uh, Lorcana from Disney. Oh, uh, it's listed as an immersive trading card game where you wield magic inks and the power of Lorcana to assemble your team of Disney characters. Some will be characters that are familiar and others will be fantastically reimagined. All right. Uh, it's a new tabletop trading card game, and it also has a companion app available with it. Uh, and that app will give you a card catalog, a lore counter, and a play guide to enhance your gaming experience. I mean, I get looking at this uh, publicity uh, photo here, the this marketing image, it makes sense. You've got Elsa. You've got the brave Mal little Taylor version of Mickey. Maleficent. Yeah. Why on earth would you not use the Fantasia version of Mickey? I don't know, because he wasn't brave there. But he was chucking magic. And yeah. clearly this is a magic clone. You've got two other magical powered people. Yeah, but uh, Mickey he, didn't the take, he didn't take out a giant. He got defeated by water. Okay, but I mean, there was the broom thing. It just to me, like, you know what I mean when I say, like, why wouldn't you use the wizard version of Mickey? True. Yeah, true. But right, uh, just, I believe just you can start purchasing these already. I know a lot of stores are doing uh, like opening night ones, reveal yeah. whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can purchase these at your local trading card store, uh, including friend of the show, New Books in Oshawa. Oh, nice, nice. They also have them. Uh, this one will make a lot of you, comic book art. Do you have any more game stuff you want to talk about tonight? Um, not that I know of. I just want to. I do. All right. Uh, segue Starfield Starfield the big uh, open galaxy game from Bethesda that's uh, exclusive to Xbox it's the big game that everyone's talking about for this year for Xbox okay 
uh, if you pre-ordered the premium version, it's playable right <gasps> now. Early. Yeah, it's right now. The pre-order window closes on the 31st. Uh, general release is, uh, I think, September 1st. And I might be downloading it later tonight. <laughs> Maybe. No, you won't. What are you talking about? You're not going to download it tonight. Nothing to mess with your speed for episode. Oh, no, three. you're absolutely right. Yeah, no, I won't. Well, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Starfield, everybody. If you're an Xbox fan, check it out. There you go. And if you want to learn more about Disney Lorcana, you can go to www.disneylorcana.com. All right. Yeah. Uh, this next one's going to make some comic book art collectors very happy. Oh? Apparently, Kevin Smith is auctioning off his personal comic book art collection. Oh, of his own work. Uh, I'm guessing it's not just of his own work, but stuff he's collected. Oh, that he's collected over the years. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. It's going to be uh, making its way to Bodner's auction. Okay. And says they will showcase an array of rare and exceptional artwork from iconic comic books and graphic novels. Oh, that's right. Uh, and features items from the personal collection of Kevin Smith. That's cool. Um. Some of the stuff will be from classic titles such as Preacher and The Demon, all the way up to Batman and Green Arrow. And it will spotlight talents from legendary artists who have left their indelible mark on the industry. Oh, that's very cool. That's coming from their site. Indelible. Yeah. Uh, the highlight of the auction is cover art by Matt Wagner from issue 1 to 12 of Green Arrow. Okay. And they're estimating that it'll bring in between 1500 and 3000 each. Oh, so deep pockets, I guess. Well, not as deep as you could go, but well, no, deep but, for me. Yeah, well, deep for the average Joe. <laughs> for the like, average yeah. collector, we're yeah, probably yeah. not getting any of this. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. Uh, additionally, it says it features one of the his rarest gems, a page from Frank Miller's Daredevil number one sixty one, uh, penciled by Frank Miller and inked by Klaus Johnson. And they're estimating this one to go from 20 grand to 40 grand. 161. Was that one of the issues that was adapted into the, the, the Ben Affleck movie? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I'd have to look it up. But anyway, uh, each lot will come with a certificate of authenticity from Bodner's and it'll get you Kevin Smith's autograph. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. A portion of the proceeds will be uh, donated to a scholarship fund for the Joe Kubert School in Dover, New Jersey. And uh, Smith has said, uh, my current reduction in home wall space is going to make some ardent comic collector's dreams come true. Uh, this will be the sale of the century. Sale of the century. Yeah. So uh, it will, uh, there's a viewing day set for September 26, 2023 in uh, Monmouth Junction, New Jersey by appointment oh, only. Uh, but the auction will be on a uh, multi-platform deal. So it'll be streamed live and Smith will be on hand during the broadcast to discuss each item as oh, it goes that's out. Cool. That's very cool. Having him there will definitely get will, yeah. more people watching. Basically you're watching an auction with Kevin Smith. That could be fun. It could, could be. be a lot of fun. And might as well shoot the video. I can and, hear him. Buy my shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. Buy this shit. But uh, we had two surprise appearances at Fan Expo. Oh. Yeah. Uh, both uh, Matrei Rem, I apologize for this, <laughs> Matrei Ramakeshur Krishnan and Iman Vilani. Matrei Ramakrishnan yeah. and Iman Vilani. Both attended Fan Expo in full cosplay, but not as celebrity guests. Nope, they just went as attendees. They just bought their tickets <laughs> and just went and cosplayed and wandered around. Oh, first comment. That's super cool. 
Evening, gents. Evening, TJC. Uh, TJC, how's it going? Hope you got. You hope you're having a great time tonight. We got one from Red Swenson. Is it a silent Bob auction? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be the talkative kind. Can't get him to shut up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, you'll know uh, Matrey from her work on the Netflix series Never Have I Ever. Yeah, uh, My yeah. Little Pony, Tell Your Tale, and the film Turning Red. I like Turning Red. I still haven't seen it. Yet. Oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. But Iman Balani, you'll recognize her as wow. Kamala Khan in the Disney Plus series Miss Marvel, as well as the upcoming The Marvels. Yeah, and she makes a good, uh, good she makes rogue. a great Jubilee. Uh, sorry, bro, Jesus Jubilee. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, if you were at Fan Expo, you totally ran the chance of running right into them. And the funny thing is, you know, they're probably you know have enough anonymity that they could still just walk around and sort of get away with it. Well, I, after seeing this photo posted on the fan expo page yeah a, a lot of people were commenting like oh i knew she looked familiar for some reason yeah yeah i passed her but yeah. i didn't know but it didn't stop yeah but that's funny yeah good for them though for just going out and just being fans yeah, and they're, stuff. they're local to toronto yeah, right absolutely so might as well go have fun absolutely yeah we have uh an update possibly from marvel uh, uh which which part of marvel uh, this is, I think, still rumor. Is this down. coming out of like the the movie side, the comics movie side? side? Oh, okay. Uh, according to the site Marvel Updates, and that's yep. the three, uh, Nicholas Cage will return as Ghost Rider for Avengers Secret Wars, but other sites are saying that he's going to show up in Deadpool three uh, as Ghost Rider. As Ghost Rider, but then so... other sites still are saying he's going to be in both. So. I where he finally lands i don't know with everything that we've seen uh with with deadpool 3 so far do they really need to add ghost rider well that second one absolutely needs to get slain it was <laughs> awful yeah there's no reason for a hell mining thing. that's the one that they filmed in russia or something Is it, it? Was, yeah it was you could definitely tell that it it tanked on the budget <laughs> first one i actually kind of I, I liked it it had uh what's his name sam um oh yeah sam old guy oh <laughs> the roughest cowboy out there sam that's elliott right. sam elliott yeah 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 that's the one red says uh oh i mean ghost rider maybe nick cage absolutely <laughs> i just saw i said this the other night i'll remind you uh for those of you who are uh oh my god what service is it on renfield has come to streaming here in That's canada right, it's on prime. yeah it's on prime video watched it the other night it's pretty good nice. i mean uh, nick cage is not the he's not the focal point but he's a he's the supporting in this one he's good he's pretty good yeah yeah not there's, great there's another one good. it's uh it's a knockoff of five nights at freddy's uh i can't remember what it's called but basically he doesn't say a word the entire movie but he still nails it <laughs> that's awesome yeah so I guess that brings us to some toy news. Woo. Always like the toy news. Yeah. Well, last week, you'll remember we talked about that 12-inch Destro figure. I do remember that. Well, right on the heels of that, they announced from Fig Zero that they're going to do the Cobra Commander. Oh, You know, it's funny because I'm seeing... I like this. I mean, it's very clearly a, a throwback to the three and three-quarter inch yeah. uh, uh, Chrome Dome uh, yeah. Cobra Commander, but the style of the helmet. I mean, did you see GI Joe resolute? I don't believe I did. It looks a lot like the, the redesign for resolute, which kind of carried over into 
uh, renegades. And to some degree, it does remind me a little bit of the, uh, the, the uh, six inch, uh, classified class series. Yeah. 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 The coloring is great though. I like the coloring on that. Hmm. It looks very regal and it's got a golden gun. Mm-hmm. Must be a bond villain, <laughs> but, uh, he's got a meticulously sewn outfit that captures the classic helmeted appearance. Uh, from the military jacket and forearm guards to the waist belt and walkie talkie tactical belt, military style pants, boots, and cloak. Uh, they say everything is meticulously crafted with precision and attention to detail. Well, it looks great. I mean, these publicity shots always look pretty, they do. So, I mean, if that's anywhere, you know, even close to what the final product's going to be, then you're going to be happy with it. I would think so again, great great time to be a GI Joe collector. Yeah. Uh, you can pre-order now on Hasbro Pulse yeah. until October 17th. And I still got a bit of ways to go. Yeah, you got, got a little while to a go. A month and a bit, month and yeah. two weeks. Uh, NECA announced uh, this past week, we're finally getting Lily from the Monsters movie. I feel like they had to have had these in development before the movie came out. Because now I that I've seen so. the movie, I'm like, do we really need these now? Mm. Like, honestly, you it, it is definitely not time lined up. You and I talked about this movie at, at a, at, for pretty uh, pretty detailed. We've both seen it. Yeah. We both kind of were like, eh. Yeah. Do you really, do we really need these? Well, who doesn't want to share your moon action figure? I, <laughs> there are better characters for that. True. Um, Get baby from House of a Thousand Corpses. I have the Diamond Select monsters. Nice. Um, which I think are, I mean, they're kind of the definitive monster yeah, toys based on right the now classic on series, the classic right? TV series. Yeah. They did do a black and white version of them, but I have the colored ones and I think they're mm-hmm. great. And I mean, I, there wasn't enough in this movie for me to, to, like, I cannot connect to these toys as much as I love the monsters. Hmm. Just not this version. Yeah. And I think again, like this is way late to the game because, uh, Oh, the movie's coming gone. Well, yeah, the movie's coming gone, but grandpa and Herman have been out for months. Yeah. Months and months now. Yeah. Yeah but you know you needed to collect and uh, finish so i did see and i I don't we don't have a comparison shot but there was i did see a side-by-side where somebody was talking about what happened between the prototype that was shown and the production uh photo that we're looking at now Hmm. because her portrait has changed considerably and not for the better right yeah Mm. so yeah i i don't need a sherry moon zombie action Mm. figure fair enough um this one, though, seven-inch scale, uh, includes soft, good accents, interchangeable faceplate expressions, alternate hands, book, and magazine, and comes in a display-friendly five-panel packaging with an open front flap featuring custom artwork by Daniel Horn. Okay, cool. And and the worst part is it's not shipping until December. Just in time for Christmas. Yep. Well, like a full year and some after the movie. Yeah. <laughs> this next one is going to be making uh, Batman fans pretty happy, I think. Uh, McFarlane is doing a line of Batman, the animated series, six inch scale figures. Is this going to be, no, these are not in the multiverse line. Uh, no, I don't believe so. These are going to be in the animated series line because we've gotten, uh, animated Batman in the multiverse. True. Um, but that was yeah, a seven. I've, got, inch scale. I've got one sitting was over there. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. All right. <laughs> we'll go seven inch, but, uh, they are going pretty much all out here. Uh, Batman will come with five extra hands, a batarang, grapnel launcher, and the arms for the build a figure. 
Uh, and if that photo is accurate, it looks like they're uh, at least Batman is coming cell shaded. Yeah, it looks like all of them have a little bit of cell shading on them. Not for me. No, it lost me at cell shading. Fair enough. Uh, Robin will come with a grapnel line, five hands, and the legs to the builder figure. Uh, Scarecrow comes with two extra hands, his scythe and an unmasked head, as well as the torso and head of the builder figure. Uh, Mr. Freeze comes with his freeze ray, eight extra hands, and a build figure accessory. You collect all four, and you will be able to assemble the Condiment King. I mean, it's almost as exciting as Calendar Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, finally getting the Condiment King figure. Uh, but that's not all. They're also releasing the Bat Cycle from the series. Now, see, that's more exciting to me than any of the figures. Because <laughs> it, it comes with, uh, it lights up, it's got a smoke effect, and it comes with an alternate helmeted head for Batman. What's funny is I think of the cycle more from the intro, uh, Robin riding it. Mm, true. We get, uh, at least in the second iteration. True. But, you know, throw back to the animated series. And, and you know what? I, the animated series just has, it still has legs it and, and uh, it's still beloved by a lot of people. So that's cool. I am kind of shocked though. They went with Mr. Freeze and the scarecrow first. Why? We think you have gone with Joker, maybe Joker and, and uh, maybe Harley. the Riddler. <laughs> oh, Joker Riddler. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, now we're on it. I mean, favorite villains from the animated series, Harley Quinn, Clayface. I was going to say Clayface, Clayface as well. Yeah, really yeah, Clayface. Um, Love that version of Clayface, to be honest. Yeah. The Riddler was good, too, though. Uh, I liked him. I do like Freeze, though. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think this actually might be my favorite version of Freeze, to be honest. Nice. Certainly better than, you frozen. <laughs> Chill out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not all we're doing with McFarlane tonight. Uh, we also have pre-orders are available now for three new seven inch scale collector's edition figures collector edition yeah firestorm so are, these are not in the multiverse line either uh don't is this a new line uh i think they're still in the multiverse line but uh these is this ones the are stuff like, in the white packaging with, I don't the, think so. with the red looks like multiverse packaging but it's a white box instead of a black box yeah i, I don't think so but oh. i think these are the ones that are stamped like the platinum collector's edition ones okay okay but we got Firestorm based on love, his appearance in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. I do love me some Firestorm, especially yeah. um, um, original Firestorm. Mm -hmm. uh, we've also got Hawkman based on his appearance in the Zero Hour arc. Okay. And Sinestro from the Sinestro Corpse War. Yeah. Oh, we got one coming in here. Uh, this is Paul. Hello, guys. For Batman, I always liked the villain Man Bat. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too. Well, Paul, thanks for hanging out uh, with us tonight. Man Bat. I like that one, too. He got a mega fig in the uh, didn't he, though? McFarlane recently. I thought so. It was a pretty impressive looking figure. I mean, big, big things. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I do like so firestorm i think is one of those those characters that didn't really catch on when he first yeah. came out but man do i ever like him yeah he did they, they portrayed him well in uh dc's legends of tomorrow do you think so i liked his his portrayal there but it was the second firestorm it was um it was jackson both. it was both yeah but i mean but they uh, killed off the first guy right ronnie and, and i don't think that that version of ronnie raymond was very good no but the second guy did good i actually thought that professor stein was yeah he was good yes uh victor garber mm -hmm. but then we've got uh, more from mcfarlane here uh we get uh, some jokerized versions of villains from the dark knight trilogy up for oh, pre-order boy 
we get the scarecrow. Yeah, no. And we get Two Face. No. But these both, well, uh, scarecrow anyway, comes with alternate hands and Bane build a figure arms and base. Okay, but is it going to be a Jokerized Bane? I don't or just know. Bane, Bane. Because Two Face comes with just the Bane build a figure torso and his base. But uh, the Dark Knight line yeah. that just released, the build a figure from that was Bane. Oh. And then Bane got a second release already yeah. uh, with his uh, fur coat. That's right. So is this now a third version where it will be a Jokerized Bane? I mean, maybe. We're we're sticking with uh, movie Bane. Yes. Oh, these are movie characters. Yeah, so these are just, based on the Dark Knight trilogy. And we've gotten the regular movie version. Yeah. Maybe it will be a, a Jokerized version. Yeah. You know me, though. I don't need every repaint under the sun because it just it, it gets too busy for me. Yeah. But, uh, one more. This is based on uh, the DC Rebirth line. Oh, sure. Uh, we got our first look today at the Supergirl action figure. I, I just saw this earlier today. I'm surprised you managed to get that in there. looking figure. It is pretty good looking. Uh, unfortunately, it's exclusive to Target, but maybe that means GameStop up here will get it. Or maybe Toys R Us, maybe? Um, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not happy with Toys R Us lately because they have nothing that I want. <laughs> that's the price. That's me just complaining. Oh, that's bad, too. They, they have some stuff I want, but I am not paying that price. Yeah, I hear you. So. I hear you. Uh, and then, hey, let's go one more for McFarland. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Tonight on the McFarland show. That's right. Another one from the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, we get the Joker interrogation room figure. So this is a gold label seven inch figure. Uh, exclusive pre-order ships in October. Uh, and it basically gives you everything you need to recreate the interrogation scene from the Dark Knight. Yeah. Except your, you know, Shadow Batman. Is it? Is it bad that I'm more excited for the table and chair than I am I for know. him? And thinking, he scaled oh, perfectly. Man, like all the wrestling guys are like, I need that from my ringside. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, we get a comment from uh, Silver Spider. Silver Spider says uh, Hardak was uh, really good as a villain, yes. as the episodes were really good, in my opinion. They were. They still stand up. They're streaming on Netflix now. And oh, are they? To, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. And it's like, oh. well, at least here in Canada, I don't know if uh, what other markets it's on, True. but for sure, I mean, yes, here in Canada, we can get Batman the animated series. Yeah. But this particular Joker comes with uh, six extra hands, a table, two chairs, handcuffs, cell phone, and the environmental backdrop. Yeah. Which, as I said, I'd be more excited for that than I am for the figure. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, Pre-orders have sold out on this one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if you can find it in the wild, it'll cost you around 5426 Canadian. That doesn't seem so, that far off for I me. Mean, no, for, for, uh, for a deluxe. Yeah, yeah. And, and truly a deluxe. I mean, you're with, getting an environment or yeah, quasi-environment with it. So sure, why not? Yep. But uh, I think it's time. What is it time to play another round of? Loading Lexicon. Generating responses. Responses ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. Yeah. 
Okay, it's time where we play Lexicon, the little word game where we put up a uh, nonsensical sounding word that is 100% legit and real, and you're going to pick out the actual definition, and hopefully, well, at least from our side of the of the camera, <laughs> we pull the con over on you. All right, tonight's word comes uh, courtesy of uh, Andy, because I was so busy uh, today that I wasn't able to put oh, yeah. this segment together. I actually had help on this one. So. Oh, good. Well, then, uh, viewer help viewer help oh excellent all right tonight's tonight's word is the hyphenated argle bargle argle bargle argle bargle all right so definition number one the act of bartering with a person of scottish descent Argh, i'll trade jimmy argle bargle <laughs> that was more pirate than scottish i'm so sorry <laughs> I should stop. Nah, All right. You're doing fine. Definition number two, the uh, copious, but meaningless talk or writing. And uh, definition number three, a type of tartan design originally derived from uh, the, the tartan of clan Campbell of Argyle in Western Scotland. The design was featured on kilts, plaids and pattern socks worn by Scottish Highlanders at least uh, to the 17th century. Bargle, bargle. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Well, I know you, what you I You already think. know. I know. So. <laughs> what do you, you think? Know. Well, it's funny because I actually don't know <laughs> this week. <laughs> you know, we've leaned into the Scottish thing on two of them. And I think that's the, 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 the tell. I think that's a misdirect. Hmm. Uh, oh, Silver Spider uh, chiming in with uh, definition number two, copious, but meaningless talk or writing. I am inclined to agree with that. That's my guess as well. We got any more for any more out there that wants to take a shot at Argle Bargle? <laughs> I feel like the next time I uh, uh, play Dungeons and Dragons, I'm going to have like an NPC <laughs> who's just some street vendor and that's their name. Hello, Argle Bargle. Argle Bargle. <laughs> what have you got today for your wares? It'll be like my version of, uh, of Uncle Traveling Matt. <laughs> Argle Bargle. Okay, well, let's get to it. Uh, if you said, oh, let me see where's here. Oh, here we go. <laughs> if you said two, you were correct. Argle Bargle is copious but meaningless talk or writing. Congratulations, Silver Spider. Well, yeah, absolutely. And thank you, thank you, uh, viewer, for uh, sending us your uh, your word for tonight. We appreciate that. All right, now back to the show. Back to the show. We're getting into the home stretch here. We don't have a ton more to go through. Oh, that's but, okay. Uh, that's okay. They can't all be, you know, they uh, can't you all know, be 10 hour, two straight. hour epics. <laughs> yeah. But uh, apparently, another first today. Oh, sure. Uh, Taylor Swift became the first female artist to hit 100 million monthly Spotify listeners. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, the streaming platform announced Tuesday around noon that, uh, she has become the first female artist in Spotify history to reach 100 million monthly listeners. Isn't that something? I'm thinking, you know, we're going to have a showdown here, Taylor versus Beyonce. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, currently, The Weeknd holds the number one spot for most oh, monthly really? listeners on the app with uh, more something? than 110 million. That's crazy, man. Yeah. He breached the 100 million, setting the Spotify record back in February. Uh, Bad Bunny comes in at number three with 80 million, followed by Ed Sheeran with 77 million. Really? I've never heard of Bad Bunny. So I was just going to say that I have never heard of, of that. I've heard of the rest of them, though. Yeah, me too. But 
Yeah, news comes after Swift released her third re-recorded album this July, uh, Speak Now, Taylor's version. And that album debuted at number one, landing atop the Billboard 200 with 716,000 album equivalent units. Oh, wow. That's which I guess is like digital downloads now. I guess when you cause an earthquake, people take notice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, there you go. She's now a record breaker. Yeah, really. Again. This next one's kind of funny. Uh, Within 24 hours after his arrest. Yeah. uh, Trump's mugshot has been. co-opted for a host of both pro and con yeah. merchandise. I mean, who poses for these things? <laughs> Seriously, who poses for them? Well, apparently the rest of them that got arrested, they're all like smiling and stuff. Cuz they all But here's him just It's um, like are you trying to stare down the camera? I will not be defeated. Yeah, it could be. It could be. <laughs> yeah. Uh I did hear on the radio uh talking about uh co-opting his mugshot um green day really green day has actually co-opted the mugshot in a reproduction t-shirt of the uh, dookie album cover <laughs> and uh they're selling shirts uh for charity to benefit uh what is it uh trump rallies no 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 um are there wildfires in maui right now wildfire just spread through there and burned the place yeah so that's what they're that's what they're raising money for using uh, uh dookie Trump Dookie shirts. Nice. So maybe some good will come out of this mugshot. Trump Dookie. <laughs> Funny how those two words just kind of roll off the tongue they together. They do. So our next one here, apparently Henry Cavill's Highlander reboot will use parts of the TV series. Okay. So wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. First of all, Highlander reboot. We haven't had an update on this in like forever. Yeah. And I had almost forgotten about it Two. Highlanders getting a reboot with Henry Cavill. So, I mean, that's great. Um, yes. Three, everything after the first movie does not exist. <laughs> that is the no first rule quickening. of Highlander. No, the quickening is in the, is in the first movie, but like the second movie was so awful. The third movie was like a redo of the first movie with uh, uh, Mario Van Peebles as the villain, which was nowhere near as compelling as Cl- uh, Clancy Brown. Yeah. And the TV show just got weird. But then there was the fourth movie where it crossed the TV show and the live movie. Oh, I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah, where it was uh, Adrian Paul versus Uh, Connor McLeod. That's right. um, uh, Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, Chad Stahelski. Chad Stahelski, that's our uh, John Wick uh, uh, creator. So So he is the director here. um, And he's providing an update that uh, the film will pull from the entire franchise i don't know how i feel about that yeah i really hope that they i mean it's okay maybe when you say pull from it could be something as as innocuous as a visual cue like just a little nod to like oh there's connor's uh vintage porsche or something like that but if i hear the word zeist uttered one time through the movie i will burn it to the ground and people who know what I'm talking about will agree with me. There is nothing after the first Highlander movie. It's all dead to me, except for the animated one. There's an animated movie that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, You know how to fire me up. Sorry. Uh, the director, though, he was speaking to Josh Horowitz on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. Okay. And he said, uh, I think we have some very good elements now. The trick is when you have the tagline, there can be only one. 
You can't just kill everybody the first time. Uh, I'll say it for you first. Our story engages a lot of the same characters and stuff like that, but we've also brought in elements from all the TV shows. So what Highlander, the Raven, maybe that's the one with the girl. Yeah. The girl lead also doesn't exist. <laughs> well, maybe it's going to, or as a, like a nod or something. But, yeah. 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 Um, he says, uh, we're trying to do a bit of a prequel, a setup to the gathering. So we have room to grow the property. Um, and it continues on the original Highlander premiered in 1986. And, uh, like you say, there is a dedicated fan base out there. Yes. The we are included all, or just the one, uh, but it inspired novels, TV series, and like you say, even an anime adaptation. The, there was an anime. There's also an animated series. Now there, you can find clips of it on YouTube, but it is again, uh, it acknowledges the continuity of Highlander two, where suddenly they're not from the past anymore. They're from another planet. <clears throat> Zeist garbage, just like bleh, raw vomity garbage. Awful. It is so bad. Yes. I'll tell you how I really feel. There you go. Uh, what's our next one here? Oh, this one, another, uh, record set, I guess. Barbie has officially become the highest grossing movie in Warner brothers history. It's a phenomenon. It is. It is. How else do you say it? Like, there's nothing else to say about it other than it's a phenomenon. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so far it has grossed more than $1.34 billion at the global box office. And, uh, the exact number there is one billion three hundred forty million three hundred and one thousand. Have you seen it yet? No, I have not seen it yet. But now a movie like that, that you know, a cultural phenomenon, you almost have to. Was that with that kind of box office success sequel? You would think so. What do you do with it now? What do you do with a sequel? Uh, I don't know. Barbie and the Rockers. I, oh, oh. oh. No, I wouldn't watch that. Barbie meets Jim. You think that Hasbro uh-huh. and Mattel are going to play nice? Hey, if Sony and Disney can play nice. Oh, that's your, sp- you know, Money. They, Money did you talks. hear that? What? That was a thing I read today. Did you hear that? Uh, the, the Marvel Sony cooperative, uh, uh, agreement, the, the, the headline was that agreement kept the lights on at Sony. Nice. Oh, oh. That's a pretty, that's a major motion picture studio. Yeah. That's a terrible thing. To how admit. bad, how bad are things over at Sony? Well, you're playing an Xbox. <laughs> True. But apparently Barbie needs just under 20 million more to surpass the super Mario brothers movie. Oh yeah. To yeah, secure yeah. its position as 2023's highest grossing film. Um, and barring any unexpected, uh, over performance, they're calling it from films like Aquaman or the Marvels. They're saying it's probable that Barbie will clinch the title of uh, highest film of the year. Listen, you know, I feel like I want, because I'm the fan of these things, I want the superhero movies to perform. Yes. But with all of the fallout over at Warner Brothers with the Flash reboot and, and stuff that's been coming out the last day or so about all of the canceled appearances for Keaton's Batman and, and all the stuff. All that's of been, that could have like, been. I have no hopes for Aquaman. Yeah. I'm going to go see it because I like, I like those characters. I still got to go see blue beetle. Uh, so do I as well. Um, I saw the Meg finally though. Oh, did you? Yeah. It's already, it's already streaming. Oh no. Yeah. 
like is it like are we i thought we were past the uh simultaneous releases the simulcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah that we go to streaming the same day we go to the theaters but yeah Give you it can a chance. you can rent it already yeah yeah i can see why though but yeah i have no hopes for aquaman and uh to be honest i don't have high hopes for the marvels hmm. i have high hopes for the marvels i want it to be good it will i be. just don't expect it to be good and maybe that's a good thing for me as a as a fan if i go in low yeah if i go in low then i don't have to worry about when it you know okay this one wasn't that great but i had no expectations so it's okay true anyway i think it'll be good though despite what the critics will tell you fingers crossed i'm my own critic i can't trust the critics i'm my own critic yeah there are people that i do actually put more stock in their words than other people um as a, a general rule, I would rather see a movie and judge it for myself than, you yeah. know, read a bunch of reviews. Mm. Now, that being said, reading reviews often will influence my decision to see it theatrically. Mm. You know, there's never a case of like, I won't see a movie. It's just, oh, if it's like really getting panned, eh, maybe I'll save the money and wait. Mm. Well, here's an older one that's getting uh, a release here. Sure. Uh, Max confirms that the Friday the 13th franchise yep. will join the service in time for Halloween. All of them? Uh, apparently, almost all of them. Oh, okay. Um, they will be adding, uh, from the beginning, Friday the 13th, uh, part two, three, the final chapter, new beginning, part six, uh, part seven, and part eight, Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, part nine, Jason goes to hell, yep. is already there. Oh, okay. But there's no word currently if they're going to include Jason X. And do we do we include Freddy, Freddy versus, versus Jason? Jason? Yeah. Again, that's a rights issue, right? Okay. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, so we're getting down to it here. Uh so if you wanted to call in, now's the time. Now's the time, yeah. If you want to have your say on any uh pop culture uh, items that we missed this week, uh, hit us up. Yep. Now, I don't know if you recall back in June, uh the idol debuted on hbo the idol with uh is this a lily rose singing song a singing show no it was uh i want to say like a a docudrama following like the lifestyle type of a britney i I don't or okay no i I don't you know like a starlet who is kind of like an up-and-comer yeah and basically eaten up by the system Oh, well, maybe I do remember hearing something about that. Yeah, uh, but uh, unfortunately, it will not be getting a season two. Not coming back, eh? No. Um, it was a five-episode season. It was originally supposed to be six, but they cut the last one and re-edited it down to five. Oh, uh, it okay. was heavily criticized. Yeah. Uh, and it ranks with uh, what they're saying is a painful 18% at Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, the viewership is not what they wanted for their you know for all their hopes that they put into it obviously and uh you know i guess it was on the bubble of whether or not it would be getting a season two but uh hbo as well as the creators and producers have decided not to move forward with a second season all right and they're saying you know we're grateful to the creators the cast and their crew for their incredible work but no season two interesting yeah, you, you kind of wonder is one se- uh, one season of a reality television show enough to to bump this person's career? You know, I don't know. I don't know anything about the who well, was in it. So uh, Johnny Depp's daughter 
uh, is the uh, is she is the main player, and then the weekend. Oh, okay. Plays okay. the sleazy record executive. Oh, wait. Who, so this is actually a, a dramatized series. Yeah, it's not yeah. a reality. Yeah, I thought no, it was no. a freaking reality. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, no. Well, I don't know. Some of it is difficult to watch, but really, uh, just you know. like the caliber of acting. Uh. No, I'm not going to say the caliber of acting. I'm going to say like the situations they have them put in. Oh, okay. Like uh, there is a lot of graphic sex in this. She spends a lot of time with her top off. Sure. Um, at one point, she's masturbating with a cup of ice between her legs, and she shows up at the shoot the next day with you know cuts all over, implying that she broke the glass. Oh. Okay. And it's all at the behest of this character, the weekend place, who's trying to influence her to do all this. Right. You know. Right other stuff so he'll make her the idol but, yeah that does not sound like something that's uh you know gonna be on my watch list no I, I watched the one episode of it and it's like yeah it's not for me okay fair enough but yeah so that brings us to uh our last oh my god it's time already. for that segment again where uh we stop and we uh we pay tribute to andy who's out there in the uh the aisles hunting for all of you so you can save a few bucks with uh, toy hunting at Dollarama. Yeah, this week you're going to save a bunch of money. What do you got this week? Uh, this week, uh, Ushis, four-inch vinyls. What's an Ushi? Uh, well, the original Ushis are about an inch tall, hey. and they're like little pencil toppers. They're okay. rubbery. Okay, yeah. But these ones are four-inch vinyl figures, and, you know, same as the style, like same style as the little one, just blown up. Larger. Yeah. Four-inch, so not quite the size of a, of a pop lamp. No, just shy a little, a little smaller, but still but displayable, in collectible. Cutesy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're selling them for $5 a piece. And I was kind of shocked when I went online at walmart.com and found out that these ones are going for $26.99 and up depending oh, wow. on character. And so, I mean, but walmart.com, I mean, you could be looking it at could be a third party a yes. marketplace. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next up, we have the McFarlane, my hero academia, five inch figures. Another line I'd forgotten about. Yeah. Uh, going again for five dollars but they're retailing on amazon for 19.99 and up again depending on character so you're you're well ahead of the, the game at this price point though a figure like that again if you're a customizer yeah why not why not, why not? for it what's five bucks yeah i agree yeah so that's it Wow. Uh, that's good, man. We just, uh, just over the hour and, uh, hour and 10 minute mark. It's, uh, been a light week for, uh, entertainment news. Of course, there's all kinds of stuff that's going on out in the world right now. And of course we can't cover it all. And so that's why we look forward to your uh, questions and comments. So thanks to everyone that hung out with us tonight, who had uh, something to say in the, uh, in the live chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will be back, uh, next Tuesday night. Uh, I guess will be September. It'll almost be fall. Almost be fall. Well, the leaves are starting to change color already. I know. By the way, if you're on the uh, if you're on the East Coast, uh, you've got two hours, just under two hours for uh, the next episode of uh, Ahsoka, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is what I'll be doing later tonight. I'll be uh, watching episode three uh, or part three of Ahsoka, so we can come back on Sunday night for our third. Can you believe it already? Third our installment third already. installment of the Ahsoka Fano show. That's our deep dive review series on uh, the Ahsoka Tano show that's uh, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. If you guys are Star Wars fans, do hang out with it. Come back and see us on Sunday as we uh, review this thing in uh, in the 
uh, ridiculously deep dive sense uh, with all the plot points, Easter eggs, and things that you may have missed. All right, man. Any more you want to talk about? Go check out the merch store. We haven't added anything in a couple of weeks, but there might be a sale on. Oh, nice. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Um, I got some new shirts in from, I, I mean, I, I wear our merch. <laughs> I get a couple of new shirts in as well, so I'm, I'm quite happy with them. So. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll catch you on the next one. And until next time, everybody, for Phantom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And uh, we'll see you on the next one, everybody. Bye for now. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Phantom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.